Hello everyone and welcome back to chapter 4 discussion of the throne of glass by Sarah J Mass. So let's get right into it. Thank you for joining us. Uh, when we left off in chapter 3, uh, Selena had ac accepted Prince Javiard's offer to enter a competition to become the king's champion in exchange for her freedom in four years if she wins. So, starting with chapter 4, uh, Selena gets taken to her room after accepting uh, the offer uh, by the captain of the guard, Chow Westfall. Uh, this is a new experience for her, having her, her own room, uh, pajamas, and a bed. So, it's, it's all very overwhelming to her right now after being uh, a prisoner or a slave, as you might want to call it, in the mine, salt mines uh, for a year. She gets scrubbed clean uh, by the, I guess, servants of uh, the prince. Uh, she's probably uh, scrubbed raw. Her skin's probably pretty sensitive now after being scrubbed uh, clean so much. Uh, of course, the surroundings, uh, the experience and everything there was very foreign um, after what she's been through. Silk sheets, soft mattress, uh, and she gets to eat real food. So, uh, in the mines, it says that she was accustomed to soggy oats and stale bread. So, I guess that's what they ate, and I'm sure, uh, assuming drinking probably only water. Uh, but she gets to eat uh, salt, uh, roasted chicken, roasted chicken uh, and some vegetables and stuff. Uh, it doesn't sit well on her stomach. Uh, it's probably going to take a while to, uh, to get used to eating such rich food after what she's accustomed to. And she goes into the bathroom and vomits it all back up. Uh, she realizes it's going to take a while. Uh, to get used to this new new life of hers. Uh, she looks at herself in the mirror and realizes uh, the toll that being in the mines has taken on her health. Her It says her face was uh, sunken, haggard. Uh, her ribs were poking through her skin uh, and her breasts were no larger than they were when in the midst of her puberty. So... Uh, apparently, she's lost a lot of weight while being um, in the mines. That her cheekbones were poking through her skin and her eyes were sunken. Uh, she thought, "How you know? What can I do to to get back to the way I ha had looked before?" She says, "I will eat a lot and I will exercise to get my my form and appearance back." Okay, so next the soft mattress. She lays down. Uh, but the comfortable mattress uh, only gave her pain because I guess it was too soft uh, to what she was used to uh, from the mines, probably sit, sleeping on hard floors or uh, even the ground. I have no idea. But uh, Chow comes to pick her up the next morning, and he finds her sleeping on the floor wrapped in a blanket. When asked why, of course, she said the bed was, was uncomfortable for her. 
Uh, she marveled at the sunlight coming in, coming in through the window. You got to remember now, when they worked in the mines, they would be taken to the mines uh, before the sun came up, and they would be taken back to their quarters uh, after the sun had went down. So she had not seen the sunlight in quite a while. So she was amazed at the sunlight coming in the window, and she rushes to the window, opens the curtain, looks out, uh, and it's just. She's amazed by the brilliance of the blue skies, and she smiles to herself, um, thinking, I will not be afraid. This is kind of a mantra that reoccurs with her, I will not be afraid. Uh, her mood is, like, really, really great because of the, the treatment she's got, uh, seeing the sun, new clothes, servants come in and braid her hair, um, and dressed her in some fine riding clothes. And she remembers, reminisces that before uh, she had gotten in trouble by the uh, security or whatever they're called there, uh, the guards, uh, that she had loved clothes, uh, all, all manners of clothes, silk, satin, um, whatever, you know, all the different types of material. And she thought, uh, when I get my freedom, I will buy all the clothes I've ever wanted. Uh, the captain of the guard, Captain Westfall, is a little bit irked as Selena stared at herself in a mirror admiring herself for about five minutes until he half dragged her out of the room with her laughing. So, kind of things are easing up, the tension's easing up, but it seems like uh, that Selena goes back and forth. I mean, she allows herself to relax a bit and you can see... Uh, the way that they're uh, interacting with each other, it's kind of uh, getting a little playful, which is kind of interesting to see because uh, the dark things always like kind of comes back in her mind. She always thinks that, uh, you know, how easy it would be for me to break his neck or to, to take him out and, and escape. So it's kind of the emotions or the mindsets kind of going back and forth between them two. Um, the daylight made her want to dance down the path, it says, and until she saw the mines, and then a knot uh, developed into her stomach, and she, uh, I guess, was having flashbacks to only a few days ago when she would be uh, working there in, in the mines. Uh, she averted her eyes away from it, not wanting to think about it, uh, and saw that there were a group of soldiers and horses waiting for her uh, by the wall, not waiting for her, but waiting to to leave. Uh, there were dogs running around, uh, barking, and uh, she bent down to pet one, and it comes comes up to her and starts licking her fingers. So as she's petting this dog, uh, she noticed some black boots come up to her, uh, and when she the dogs immediately start to sit down. Uh, when she looks up, she finds herself staring into the eyes of Prince Dorian. Uh, and he, he thought how unusual it is for the dogs to be acting so friendly to a stranger. And he asks her, did you give them food? And she replied, no. Uh, so it seems like she uh, seems to have uh, a like for animals. And they, in turn, to, to like her if the prince has never seen them act like that around a stranger. So as... Uh, Selena and the prince are talking to each other. Captain Westfall 
starts to move a little bit closer. I guess just being cautious that she doesn't try anything stupid or make a move or anything. Um, and again, the the dark things pop back in and out of her mind, and she thinks how quickly I could take him out. Okay, being this close to him, uh, she answered the prince with only a nod uh, about. Did you did you give them food or uh, she nods her head no. Is it not a no or yes? Shakes her head no. Shakes her head no. And the prince kind of makes a statement as to uh, makes a comment about her not uh, speaking, just only giving a head nod. I guess which is a little bit insolent to to a prince. You would you would probably say uh, no, my lord, or something you know to the effect of that. But she just shakes her head no, and kind of keeping up the disrespect. Um, the prince hits back. Uh, I guess he's starting to get a little bit uh, aggravated about her actions, especially uh, with the offer that she has and the opportunity. Uh, and he uh, <laughs> sarcastically says, uh, I am sorry, my lady. I will make sure next time that I speak to you that I will think of something more stimulating to say. And he turns and walks away. Again, keeping the tension up between the two. Uh, we have to remember now, they are, they're both still kids. Uh, I know they're, the prince is probably 20 and she's 18, but in my eyes, you know, they're, they're still beginning adult kids, pre-adult anyway, and, and they're, they're certainly acting like that. Uh, her mood brightened when they brought her horse to her beautiful uh, mare, uh, and she thought, as she said in the south, she thought, I could just fly away now, kind of, you know, in a in a uh, symbolic form. Uh, Captain Westfall at that time slaps these uh, irons on her wrists uh, with a chain attached to them, uh, and he holds the other end of the chain. And again, the dark thoughts come back, and she she thinks how fast I could jump off this horse and strangle him with that chain. But of course, with the opportunity she has, she does not act on those thoughts. Uh, the group uh, that will be traveling together consists of about 20 people, of, co of course, mostly guards. Uh, and her thoughts go back to the last time she remembered when she had been this close to the wall. And, that, and if you watched uh, or listened and or watched, because both podcast and YouTube video, the last time she was this close to the wall was when she had tried to escape and she had been knocked out uh, as she reached the the outer wall. Uh, she heard the crack of the whip coming from the mines and thought about all the people who have had died there on a daily basis and that she remembered them digging graves uh, but could never quite keep up with the amount of graves as the, the amount of dead bodies to put in them. Um, at that time, the large iron gate opens up, uh, and they rode through, and this is when it really hit her, uh, the gravity of the situation where this is really happening, that, that I'm, I'm leaving, I'm going through the gates, and she, she felt freer than she had ever felt before. So the group rode out on this uh, forest road. Uh, they said that there were rolling green hills and had passed barren mountains uh, that the, the kingdom consisted 
or or was placed in. Selena tried to have a conversation with Captain Westfall as they were riding because you know it probably gets boring on this long ride. Um, she asks about the the king's plans of colonizing because in this process the king has been conquering these other lands. Um, and she, I guess she's trying to find out as much information as she can, but Captain Westfall doesn't answer at all. Um, and he, and she states, or she, she makes a comment as, are you planning on ignoring me, um, the entire trip? And he responds by saying that he wasn't ignoring her. So, with this conversation going on, we, we find out that Captain Westfall is only 22 years old. So here we are, the prince being about 20, I think it was, and she's 18, and Captain Westfall is the captain of the guard, uh, and the and is only 22 years old, uh, and he made captain of the guard when he was 20, so he's been captain of the guard uh, for two years, so seems to have moved up in the ranks very quickly. Selena tells Captain Westfall that she is 18, and he still doesn't answer, uh, and she says, oh, he, he, she, she had thought about uh, him moving up in the ranks so fast and thought uh, how amazing or how great it was that she had moved up in the ranks. And she kind of uh, mentions that to him without any response from him. Um, and then she talks about herself and says, um, also... It's amazing what I have accomplished in such a short time also. And uh, Captain Westfall responds by saying, crime is not an uh, accomplishment. Uh, and, and then she hits back at saying, but becoming the uh, most famous assassin is. And she asks him, do you want to know how I rose in the ranks of becoming the best assassin in the kingdom so fast? And he replies by saying, no. <laughs> That's it. That was pretty funny. Uh, she responds by saying, you're not very nice. And he responds by saying, you are a criminal and I am captain of the guard so I'm not required to be anything to you. So there we go what I'm talking about. The playfulness and then the agitation between the two just comes and goes uh, all of the time. Which I guess, you know, it makes it very interesting between the two. I mean, if they were always angry at each other or always nice to each other, it would probably uh, maybe get old after a while, but going back and forth is pretty pretty interesting. So, of course, the banter continues between the captain and Selena as they ride out, um, and they are on their way to a place called Rift Hold. Um, the group of 20 stops and... or Actually, before that, I'm sorry. Before that, she just keeps on with the talk and everything, and, and he says, Shall I gag you, or are you going to shut up? Uh, which, finally, you know, she, she gets the hint, and be, uh, is, is quiet for a while. Uh, the group stop, comes to a stop, and she asks uh, what's, what's going on, and they said lunch break. Uh, so there we are, chapter the end of chapter four. Uh, the story's getting interesting. I mean, it's, it's really captivating me and holding me into the story. I know all of you guys have probably read books before where, um, you know, and in my my opinion, I don't torture myself through a book to just to finish it. 
if by chapter five or so I'm not interested. I mean, there's just too many books out there uh, to to read to suffer through or just make yourself read it and you don't enjoy it at all. So if the book doesn't catch my um, interest by chapter five or so, yeah, I usually put it down and uh, find something new that will. Now, later on, if I find out that a book that I've put down uh, was getting really, really good reviews and maybe it was only very slow at first and then it picks up and becomes really good, I might pick it up again and start uh, try it out again. But usually, yeah, I, I if they don't capture my attention pretty quickly, uh, there's just too many other books that will. So I, I don't waste my time. But there you are, guys. Thank you so much for joining me, as always. Um, if you have not subscribed to the channel, please do so. Uh, we're at two subscriptions so far, so it's exciting to see it start to go up some. So hopefully we can get more. Uh, also, you can hit the little bell icon at the top of the page uh, to, to give you a notification uh, when I upload new videos. And for those of you who are listening to the podcast, uh, forgive that last part there about the subscription. And I also want to thank everybody for joining me. Uh, and we will see you on the next one for Chapter 5. Take care, guys.